Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, November 28th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Watcher Mint Sale Live, hosted by Owlies. O-N-F-T. Let's take a listen.
Hey, what's up, everybody? We are going to get started here real short. Uh, just want to give a little bit more time for everybody to come out and show up. So uh, these are all original songs that are going to be in our soundtrack coming up. And that'll be released with original artwork for each song for the album. And you'll get custom wearables and even like a concert-like shirt to take uh, and put on your alleys with custom move sets and gear uh, that it'll wear all from minting this album. So it'll be really cool when it comes out. And uh, like I said, we'll get started here shortly. up everybody thanks for coming out that was uh part of the song from uh the soundtrack uh coming up for onft the watchers that was the war and uh really excited about that we've been working quite a long time on it uh the artist who uh we're making it with um also has a life and uh his own gigs and everything else so you know it's something we're doing part-time and uh really excited for that and the artwork each art piece takes about a month to make um they're really highly detailed and just really beautiful pieces. So excited for that. But thanks for coming out. And to all of you guys who have minted uh, during this amazing uh, winter uh, celebration sale, I appreciate you. This has been really awesome and exciting to see um, so many people come out and mint, um, you know, in this bear market, you know, as the all the FUD couldn't be thicker. 
I think everyone's feeling it. Um, but at the same time, I think we're all here. We see the bigger picture, the bigger mission for what Alley's is, um, what it can be, and that we're not stopping, you know, no matter what, no matter what conditions, we're still building, we're still working hard, and we've been doing some really cool stuff behind the scenes for a long time. Um, those of you who have followed along um, in our Discord, we do share as much as we can on Twitter, um, you know, between building and doing everything that we're doing on top of running the community, um, you know, it's, you don't always get to keep up with every aspect of, of getting the word out on what you're doing and what's going on. But, you know, we try to at least have a central hub that you can go to and our discord um, to stay up to date, like with what we're doing and what we're, what's going on. Um, you know, we try to have really good announcements that are deep and rich and have a lot of back end details of what we're working on, what projects and all of that. So we hope that you guys enjoy that. And for those of you who have missed out on that, I really hope that you will Take the time, come to our Discord, see what it's all about. You know, definitely too. If you're new to the project, um, you know this is um, this is an owl project, but it's so much more than that. Uh, there's the ancient scrolls. If you go into our Discord, um, there is uh, a document, and it's three thirty nine beautiful pages. Um, some beautiful artwork in there. Um, really easy to follow. Not heavy technical stuff, just a good breakdown of what the project is, some of the stuff that we're building, how the Owlies game is going to work, some of the tokenomics, just the basic stuff there, um, and laying it all out so that um, you know any newcomer can come in and say, okay, this is a really big project. There's a lot of moving parts. Where do I start? Um, the Ancient Scrolls are a great place for that. And um, it has been really cool to hear the feedback and for... A lot of people who've come in um, to be able to come and just say, hey, I've read it twice. I'm going to go read it a third time uh, just to catch up on some of the things, you know, because we are doing a lot of different things. It is a multifaceted project and with a long term vision, long term lasting vision, you know, not just with what the cool stuff that we want to do and we want to build um, and not just like cool artwork that we want to put out, but the storyline, you know, the the actual um, meat of, of everything. There's so much to it. There's so much that we're putting into telling the story of the alleys, you know, the, the current alleys, um, from the Genesis first press, the ones that'll hatch in the, in the eggs that, you know, for gen one, their story, the wooded alleys and the, the rich culture that has been created there without technology, 100 years in the future to, uh, gen two, which will be the disconnected, um, cyberpunk alleys and how those will connect and intertwine and where the watchers actually play a role in that. It's really cool because the watchers come in um, pretty heavily, um, you know, in Gen 3 and Gen 4, um, because if you if you choose to have a fallen, um, the fallen NFTs have the biggest role uh, in those generations because um, their offspring are what those uh generations are so there's so much there um that'll just be revealed as we go right we're we're doing a lot of ground building a lot of groundwork here so you know yes um we put out some storyline we've put out um, some information and and we've talked about a lot of these things but there's a lot more to come but so much of it too is we want to have a really beautiful website a really great dap um, that's easy to navigate that you can flow through uh, seamlessly and, you know, see what NFTs you have, see what items you have, easily customize and build your Ali's characters, you know, and if you want to mint an NFT on Stargaze, if you want to mint an NFT on Omniflix, you can do that right from the ONFT dep, right? That is 
a seamless experience that we want to create for Cosmos NFTs all in one place. Oh, NFT, right? And that's what I love about, you know, how Ali's Food House really worked out to be something even more special um, than we could have imagined by being able to take it beyond just a gaming project and make it something that is really encompassing and making, you know, doing our best efforts to help the Cosmos NFT ecosystem and the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole, doing our part in creating quality front-end UI and UX experiences to onboard users into the space and make it easy for people if they are curious about what the NFT scene is like here, um, that they have a hub that they can come to and check that out. And of course, if you're a watchers holder, you have a hub, you know, you have a central hub. You can view your Stardust balance, what your staking rewards are. You can claim them all in your from your wallet. You can also, we have a staking page where you can stake all your NFTs. You can view each one individually. You can unstake and stake and select specific NFTs, but you can stake all of them at once as well. So easy features, easy to navigate. So you have a whole staking page layout there, you know, and there's other things on that staking page that'll be on the bottom half that won't be active when we launch the DAP, but will be in the future. Um, some of the plans that we have as far as the DeFi side of um, expanding on what that is, because in the original vision of Alice, that was so much at the core and the heart of what we are trying to build is DeFi products, right? But telling a story, creating an emotional attachment to everything that we're doing, you know, approaching it from a different way as an NFT project, um, creating a game, um, but trying to take it piece by piece. Um, you know, a lot of people have looked at our project and said, wow, that's a lot of stuff that you're trying to do. And in reality, so much of what we're looking at and what we've been talking about and what we've been building is just that base layer. You know, we really have underpromised what our long-term goals are and haven't really even talked about them um, versus what we really hope to is and over-deliver for everyone who's involved in our project and in the ecosystem as a whole. Even if you don't hold a watcher, being able to utilize some of our tools. You know, we um, one of our goals is absolutely to create not just high-quality gaming, um, DeFi products, but also to create tools for other NFT projects to be able to utilize on different blockchains, you know, and making some of the tools that we make readily available. Um, but even on the ONFT DAP, our goal is to, you know, say you want to burn and mint an NFT for your collection to the next, right? Having a, a, an integrated page where you can actually use our site to build your own, you know, ONFT slash whatever NFT project it is, and people can come in. You don't have to take that time to, um, and you can even forward that address to, you know, for your for your front end that you want to build for that to integrate with it, right? So just making it easier for project as a whole to um, build better, build more, um, and make Cosmos and Stargaze and the rest of the, the space when it comes to NFTs richer, better, and a place where people want to come. So, you know, everybody's doing their part. There's amazing collections building alongside us who are building amazing tools as well. And of course, the blockchains that are making a lot of this possible, the, the teams behind that, right? Like so much of what we're doing and uh, in the short term is is so much dependent on the incredible teams that are building all of those things. And so, you know, we're all doing our part to try to make, because we all are here in Cosmos because we believe in this ecosystem, you know, just like we saw with MetaMask recently, you know, they're going to start tracking IPs. You know, you're not going to have that with Kepler. You're not going to have with these others because there isn't this tie to Wall Street to Washington 
to this mega VC, you know, globalist money, right? We're we're very much the opposite end of that, and we're holding true to that. And it's it, it's exciting to see how long this was built without hype and the people in here who really believe in that core mission of what that represents, but also um, to now, you know, how fast things are moving and just to really look at 2023 and think, holy cow, that is going to be an incredible year for Cosmos. No matter what the markets do, no matter what's going on in the world, I know these builders are going to keep building and there is some amazing tooling um, and some amazing integrations and, the ability for in, to truly be interoperable is is literally that's 2023, you know, and the launch of DowDow V2 coming. I mean, governance, decentralization, um, being able to have a haven away from bad governments and bad actors and and these figures who want to come in and tear down and destroy. Um, I think Cosmos is going to be one of those few places that is heavily insulated um, from that. Not saying that there won't be things that might happen, but I think. And I really do, and that's why I'm building here, is I believe Cosmos is is the end game, the long goal for a truly decentralized web, interweb, and and connection. Um, and I think that um, you know our goal is really to help be at that core foundation and bring people in and to just keep building because it's a lot of fun to build with all of you. It is. It's so much fun being here. It's so much fun uh, building all these amazing tools and being able to. Um, you know, just grow on a daily basis. See everyone in this space um, just shape who they are, continue to grow and, and continue to to dig in in this bear market. And also, you know, really dig deeper into some of these projects, ask questions and um, make this the roots of everything here much stronger and deeper, you know, as we grow into this ecosystem. So, um, you know, all that to say is that, you know, we are uh, we're loving the, the the sale that's happening and um, you know, it ends in, let's see, uh, less than eight, just a little less than eight hours. So tonight at midnight central standard time, uh, well, 11:59 PM, right? Midnight's tomorrow. Um, it's funny how that works, but, um, in, in your, in your head, in your mind, but, um, the, uh, I got this mom coming over for <laughs> I'm sitting in my car and this, this mom comes over. She's trying to get her kid, I think, but she's like trying to wave at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on a call here. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, I think uh, what what is the you know what's happening with the Watcher collection? You know, it is it is still a it's a slower mint than a lot of mints, but you know we haven't given up on it, and we are really um, we are really working hard to continue sticking it out and continuing to 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 push the boundaries and to not stick to what the status quo is on how a mint should go, how a project should function, how it should work, but really looking at you know what we what we think a long term healthy vision is for. Uh, for the project, as well as for our holders and um, and the community as a whole, and for the space and what we're trying to contribute and build here. So, you know, I think um, you know the main thing is is just to have funding to continue building, and I think we we definitely have accomplished a lot of that um, in this sale. You know, and that's a big deal for uh, you know being able to push through and um, get to the end some of the end goals. If you haven't seen yet, too, we've released um, you know an updated. Uh, roadmap um, as well for the next Q4 uh, for uh, this year, to 2022 Q4, all the way through uh, Q1 uh, 2020, uh, four, uh, 2023, right? So, um, you know, looking over that too, you can really get a great idea on um, what we're, where we're at right now, um, but also like where we're headed um, because 
Um, I think we've painted a pretty good picture and um, so much of what we have been building uh, since the Watchermen and since February when we started Alley's is all coming into fruition. You know, a lot of this artwork, um, the quality and everything that we've put into it and the time, um, it all has taken time to, to get to this point to be able to build. And so, you know, we're definitely really excited um, to get to this stage now where we'll actually be able to start bringing some of these live, you know, and, um, you know, if you're looking at the roadmap, you'll see like um, after the sale, we're going to do the snapshot on December 1st. Um, we'll also be this week launching our website um, as well as the staking. So you'll be able to stake your watchers, um, your Genesis first press. If you're on Stargaze, you'll also be able to um, shouldn't be any issues as well as, as staking any of the other NFT collections, even the new bad kids collection that we launched. Um, and again, these are. These bad kids, bad. These are badges, right? So these are collectibles. If you just want to keep them and save them, because they're really cool looking and they're really fun. Um, and at the same time, you know, you can stake that and earn Stardust in the mean, um, you know, for a period of time. And then you'll also be able to mint those into your alleys to boost its stats. Those give an overall boost of three percent overall stats. Um, so that's really cool. And it's uh, it won't be the case for it. All, all of them will be different and will have different benefits for for minting them into your alleys, but. <clears throat> you know, we see it as a, a really cool way to to just say, you know, to these other communities that are here, too, who have been building and working hard. You know, we see it. We love what you're doing and reward them as well. And then also show them what we're doing, too. And so it's it's been really cool. And, um, you know, we've had some good responses for the first badge uh, dropping. So we're you know, I think we're, we're definitely going to continue down that path. And uh, it'll probably be something like once a month we'll drop the badges. Um but yeah, so then December, uh, after December 1st snapshot, December 7th, we will have the Fallen Potion drop, right? So anyone who was holding uh, a Watcher during the Cosmoverse snapshot that we took towards uh, the end of Cosmoverse, uh, you will get a Potion drop. And anyone um, who is minting during this sale, all the way up to actually December 1st, so if you were a little late and you missed the sale, but you still want to get a potion drop and some of the other things that you get, right? You get a potion drop, you get the chests, the ancient uh, Genesis chests, right? And you also get the um, the pet eggs for the watchers. Um, this will be the only snapshot for those. We'll talk about those in a little bit. Um, but you will, uh, on December 7th, we will drop those potions. Um, so then they'll be, um, because the project isn't minted out, right? It would have been, uh, it would have all been distributed differently. So we, we approached it uh, and did the best we could in this way. Um, and so it'll be one-to-one -one drop per watcher that you were holding during Cosmoverse and one-to-one -one per drop for every um, watcher that you have minted during the sale. So you'll get the benefit of both of those drops, which is really cool. And um, and we wanted to give people one more opportunity before this thing really kicks off, before the staking goes, you know, before some of the game mechanics go into, into play and we start doing these drops. You know, we wanted to give people one last opportunity and also our long-term holders an opportunity if they want to stack, stake, and earn, they'll be able to do that um, by loading up on more watchers during this sale. You know, it's it's a really cool opportunity, and and uh, we're excited to be able to give that uh, to the community and do that, and still be able to push forward with um, everything that's in our roadmap, everything that we've driven towards. Still be able to build that, even though it's not fully minted out. Um, which I love that we can still do that and still still work hard at building really good products and bringing that to. Uh, to our holders and to the Cosmos space as a whole. Um, so after the potion drop, you'll see probably 
um, late December or probably early at the beginning of January, you will have the Fallen Mint. And that will, through our website, you'll be able to um, take your potion and your watcher and uh, burn them uh, and fall into a, and become a Fallen. And so you'll have one of those. Those have a, um, a higher staking reward, about 30% more, uh, 33% more staking rewards than the watchers do. But they lose some of the benefits, uh, actually all the benefits that the original watchers have as far as what some of the things that they're getting. Uh, like the three uh, three egg pack drop, uh, the three pack free three free packs that you're going to get um, with your um, holding a watcher for the Gen two, Gen one engine. Uh, no, it's just Gen one. Um, and then also uh, the Fallen though, they will have a a Gen three pack drop. Right, they'll have a Fallen chest drop. They'll have some cool things coming for them too as well. Uh, but like the ONFT vault, getting the O token. Um, as a regular staking reward, you'll miss out on those kind of things too. So it is very much a, a strategic plan on what you're you're looking for. Some people are splitting theirs in half. Some people are going heavier on one than the other. Um, absolutely stacking and staking and earning the Stardust token is going to be the key uh, to, because it, because it powers the Alley's ecosystem and it powers the ONFT ecosystem. So as the Alley's games take, take game takes off and you're able to start mis- minting your custom wearables and upgrading them, it takes amount, a lot of Stardust to get to a legendary, a full legendary set. There are eight pieces in a set, right? And so you you want to, you know, if you're wanting to try to get a full legendary, um, you know, and get those really high stats, you know, and you're going to want to have, you know, what, six to ten characters uh, fully minted in with your wearables, then, you know, you're going to want to um, be able to, to, to have those staking rewards to be able to do that as well as LPing your Stardust gets you um, the branch token, right? And that is only minted and earned through LPing Stardust. Um, so you can either, you know, if we launch the pool on Osmosis, you will stake and earn, um, you'll stake with, uh, I'm sorry, you'll LP with the uh, Osmo token and the Stardust token in a pool. And um, the reward for that will be the branch token. And then we'll also have a secondary pool, uh, which will be branch and Stardust. And you can also LP in that pool to earn branch as well. And the branch token is what um, is the secondary token that fuels the ability to mint the branch NFTs, which upgrade your and hatch your alleys um, and allow you to progress your alleys all the way up from a egg uh, to a baby, to a teen, to an adult, all the way to the most powerful uh, alley, which is a wizard. Um, so those are really cool and, and fun mechanics that I think are going to, uh, be very interesting to see how they play out. Um, and then, um, so after the, the fallen mint, you know, we will have the monster box mint, um, also early Q1. Um, so that'll be the, it'll be 888 Genesis monster boxes, um, that we're going to do. Um, and those will um, those will be 250 a piece. Whatever the price is, we'll we'll swap it over uh, uh, when it comes time to mint. Um, and those will all come with 30 packs, 10 NFTs in a pack, so 300 NFTs. And those contain um, eggs, uh, a lot of eggs, of course, right? You get the different character eggs that you'll have. There's 12 different characters. You've got to match the two character eggs to be able to burn them and mint and hatch into a, uh, into a baby. Um, but the, um, the, uh, who is that? Okay. Um, but the, uh, the, uh, whew, 
man, these people in this neighborhood sitting in my car is probably not the best place to do this from just because it's a little distracting. <laughs> um, uh, who is this kid coming up to my house? What is going on? Uh, but yeah, so, so we'll have the monster boxes, 30 packs in those 10 NFTs, uh, per pack. Um, so you'll get 300. So you get the, uh, the eggs, they'll also be, um, uh, the, the, the power cards, um, as well as, um, there'll be keys in there too, to, um, that you can collect enough to upgrade. Um, so there's different types of keys for those Genesis chests as well. So the Genesis chests contain anything from different wearables, move sets, maybe even specialized eggs, all that kind of stuff in there. Um, and depending on your key level will be depending on the rarity that you unlock, right? So if you have a common key, it'll unlock common wearables. That's the first time we said that. Um, and so one set of keys that I'll mint in the packs um, will mint at a common as well. And they can be collected all the way up to legendary um, in packs. There'll also be keys that by LPing, when you're LPing your Stardust token, you'll be dropped keys, special keys that'll be different, that'll unlock different areas of the chest as well that have different hidden goodies in them as well. And there'll be other different mechanics throughout the game um, and participation uh, that you'll be able to earn different types of keys, um, potentially even like if you minted a special event or a special thing, there may be a special key drop, right, that'll work. So a lot, a lot of cool things that are uh, revolved around these chests and future types of chests that will drop as we go along, right? You have the the, um, just with the Gen 3, you'll have the, the Fallen Chest, too. So those will be really cool as well. Um, okay. You're, hold on. Yeah, your mom's been looking for you. I think you need to go home, kiddo. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I got two young daughters, a... a um, six-year-old a nine-year-old and there's another girl across the street that looked like her mom was trying to get her and they weren't maybe answering the front door i don't know but uh anyways um so the the monster boxes will be really cool in that way the monster boxes the genesis monster boxes will actually have a higher spawn rate of gold eggs too so legendary eggs you'll have a higher uh spawn rate of the epic eggs too um so versus regular packs regular packs will still have a good spawn rate um, but these will have an extra good spawn rate and of course they're um, slightly discounted too from the um, the full rate of what 30 packs would cost, which would be $300. So you're you're actually getting a discount plus you're getting a higher spawn rate uh, for minting these monster boxes. And it's a really good starter set. Um, you know, uh, takes quite a few eggs to to get to depending on where you're trying to mint. Um, and so that aspect of the game as well. Um, let's see here. I think somebody's asking a question. Okay. Interesting to see how many wallets hold a uh, uh, bad kid O face. There were three hundred and thirty, around three hundred and thirty wallets that got dropped a uh, bad kid's batch, um, and then fifty went into the vault. Um, and so after the monster box mint, you will um, will do the test the chest drop. So the ancient chest will drop after that, and then shortly after that, we'll have um, we'll also in between somewhere in there, uh, we'll also have the pet egg drop. Um, and the nesting integration with the DAP. So you'll be able to nest your eggs um, and um, let them um, stay safe to hatch. But also uh, for LPing, um, you'll be dropped serums um, while they're in the hatch stage to use to hatch your pet. Um, and then they'll also be, um, shortly later on, there'll be, uh, there'll be treats that you can actually fit, uh, feed your, your pet 
to take it from a young uh, a young pet all the way up to a full grown. Um, and then there'll be some really cool mechanics that we can't fully reveal yet. Um, but there will be some really cool mechanics that it will be very highly beneficial <laughs> to raising these um, these pets and pairing them with a watcher. Um, we'll just leave it at that. But um, it is definitely something that's really exciting and um, a really cool ad that we're we're glad to bring. I'm on a call, hon. Um, let's see. And so around that time, too, we'll also have the uh, and this may happen sooner. Right. We're just laying this out. Um, you know, we're still working on all these things, uh, as well as Stargaze is working on putting up LP pools, um, bringing over Token Factory Minter, as well as setting up their DAOs. That's all coming, I believe, in Q1 as well. Um, you know, so for us, it's more of once Interchain NFTs come, we're really looking at either um, setting up DAOs all on Juno with DAODAO uh, or setting up DAOs uh, here on Stargaze. And there may be a mix between them, depending on what their tool sets are. Because the Shane's vision for DAOs is very different than Dow DAO's vision in in some aspects, um, you know, one of them being like sub DAOs, um, and and so I don't know if I can convince Shane to create the ability to have sub DAOs, but it very much plays a big role in the ONFT ecosystem, and with some of the sub projects that we're launching, as well as the way that we just want to structure our governance long term uh, by having those sub DAOs. We think it's an important aspect, and and it really helps to um, take out a lot of the, the kinks and the mechanism um, that can slow progress down uh, and, and, un, and not allow teams to build as quickly as they could when you have a DAO. So we, we, we very much are looking forward to um, using those tools, um, but we are also you know, potentially just looking at um, launching our token through the, um, through the token mentor that they have on Osmosis, uh, Token Factory, um, and so uh, it, we, we very much want to have an IB. We want Stardust and Branch to be IBC tokens um, because they're just far more powerful, can do a lot more. Um, and it's just so much easier to integrate uh, on other blockchains. And our, obviously, we're going to have um, Stardust and Branch integrated on Omniflix um, and also working on having it integrated um, so you can mint projects on Stargaze with our uh, Stardust token as well. So, um, you know, having an IBC token is pretty key core for that. And that's one of the reasons why we're um, uh, wanting to do it that way. And so we'll have, we'll have those uh, drop and then we'll launch the LP pools. Um, you know, the real de internal debate that we have right now um, that I can talk about is that um, we are looking at either an Osmo pool with Stardust to launch with. And of course we may just end up doing both, um, but we want to have one solid pool that makes the most sense. And, depending on the timing for when Stargaze, or Stargaze gets their LP pools up, um, it really makes a lot of sense to have a Stars Stardust pool um, with the, uh, the ability to mint other projects and swapping between um, and just so much of our functionality and mechanics of her are being built on Stargaze. And so it just, it's an easier, I think, barrier of entry from one to the other. Um, Stargaze also has really good liquidity on Osmosis too, so it's an easy <clears throat> thoroughput to any other token that you're wanting to get into. Um, but have, building one strong pool um, to, from one outside of our ecosystem is the most important thing at first. Um, and so um, that is still up for debate, whether it be Osmosis, uh, Osmo or Stars that we pair with first for the LP pool. Um, and then after that, we'll launch the, um, the first ONFT launchpad mint. Um, and uh, that'll be mintable with Stardust. 
and also the ONFT DAP marketplace. I'm really, really excited about that. Um, that's something that we're we're working on to be able to integrate where um, we're just creating a more fluid uh, front end um, that allows users, instead of having to go to Stargaze or go to Omniflix, that you're able to you know, be functioning on both of those blockchains uh, all in one place, view everything in one place, um, and be able to um, even um, have your projects featured on our launchpad and on our website. Uh, <laughs> my kids are just crazy. They're sitting there begging on the window. I'm on a call, hon. I'm on a call. Bye-bye. <laughs> she is the, the biggest spitfire, the light of my life. Um, she's six years old, and um, I actually got to catch her. Uh, we did a home birth, and I got to catch her and um, be the first person to hold her. It was one of the most magical moments of my life. But she is just as sarcastic and silly as I am. And uh, it is deadly. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm going to have to roll down my windows here. What's going on? What's what? up, honey? I'm on a call. What? Can you? No, I'm okay. But thank you, guys. I'll be in a little bit, okay? I love you. Uh, okay. Yeah, I love that about spaces is, uh, you know, we always hear the humanity in everyone. And, and um, you know, we're all... We're all people here and all all the all building and, and being a part of this space. Um, so after um, once we launch the LP pools, um, you'll also be able to earn start earning the keys as well as the um, the serums for the pets um, by LPing too. So not only will you earn other tokens, but you'll earn other NFTs for for participating, which I think is gonna be very interesting. Um, and it is a very unique and um, socialized experiment to see um you know what traction this gets and um how how people want to progress and um you know how how many people really want to hatch their eggs because without them the eggs will not hatch so um after that too we'll uh we'll launch the so after we have the marketplace dap go live as well we'll have the uh, we'll launch the branch nfts and we'll launch the wearables so those will go live and you'll be able to through our dap um you'll be able to mint the wearables upgrade them um, and then also with our custom mentor, you'll be able to place them in there and be able to see kind of what stats you're wanting to put in. Um, you know, what what is the best strategy? You know, because you may have a full collection where if you're trying to build a heavy cosmic um, deck um, to, say, take down a, uh, say it's stronger than a, um, a knowledge-based deck, right? Um, and you want to have a full deck like that or even a balanced deck, a cosmic deck can take down a balanced, fully balanced deck, right? So if you have a very strong cosmic deck, you're going to want maybe one collection. There's four pieces in it or even two that have very strong uh, cosmic stats in them um, that you would want to then take um, from other collections. And then that way you can really customize um, each set that you have where it doesn't have to necessarily uh, be from one set. You can intermix everything um, and really and then use the badges that you've earned through um, the community uh, badge rewards as well as the interchain community badges, as well as LPing, um, will also get you earn new badges. Um, you know, the longer you LP, the longer you lock up your funds, and that way you'll earn um, badges. And the longer you do it, the stronger the badge that you'll be rewarded um, to be able to mint into your cards too. So, um, and of course, there'll be other ways. And and once the actual PVP launches in the metaverse there'll be all sorts of cool prizes and all other ways. There's other slots and things that those can fill um, that you'll be able to get to, but that's a bit further down the road. 
Um, right now, we're really focused heavily on just building out the infrastructure, building out, you know, Gen 1 is very much like a, a beta testing ground for, um, you know, getting all of this, making sure everything works really well, um, and getting onboarding users without, without people being a part of this project. Um, there's not anybody uh, to battle, right? And, um, you know, so we're very much focused on getting this infrastructure, getting all of this launched, making sure it, it, is, uh, it flows really well. Um, and it's seamless. And from there, we'll be able to just just do so much more um, and be able to focus on that because we're not on the building aspect. And already, to just to say, we are so much more ahead um, than we ever would be uh, in this project you know, if we had to go in and build all the smart contracts, um, our own blockchain and all this craziness um, that we don't have to build because Stargaze and Omniflix and, um, you know, Juno with DowDow and the rest of them are building these amazing tools um, and osmosis, right, um, that are building these amazing tools to be able to offer a whole suite of projects, uh, products uh, to our, um, uh, our people in our project uh, without having to do a lot of that. There's still a lot of building and there's a lot of time it takes um, just in the artwork alone and the different types of art that's involved in it all. Um, but it's awesome because we get to very much um, not have to waste time and funds doing that and really put all of everything that we're trying to build into one focus. And that is building out the infrastructure and launching our product. And then from there, we'll have so much more time to just make it more of a rich ecosystem, tell more of the stories um, and, and continue the journey together. Uh, so once you have the, the branch NFTs and the wearables launched, right? People will have, um, they'll, have they'll be LPing, they'll be earning the branch tokens, they'll be minting the branch NFTs, they'll be upgrading their wearables uh, and, and everything else. Um, we're going to look at then doing the, the second ONFT launch pad mint as well. And that's all with the Stardust token, right? So those are your staking rewards. There's no, uh, you know, from then on, all of our collections, these really thoughtful collections that we're putting out, you know, like uh, the Trippy Cat Gang is one of the, my favorite ones that's going to be coming up soon. Some of these, the D-Gen Dragoons, I absolutely love those guys. The little fluffy bastards. There's actually gaming mechanics being built. Those will start as eggs. They'll have a whole thing behind them as well. That's all I can say. but all of these things, you'll be able to use your Stardust for all of that, right? And so it's a whole ecosystem with other really cool uh, gamified um, projects um, with beautiful artwork, very thoughtful storylines that'll all be able to use just simply by owning a watcher, staking it, stacking it, and earning, right? That's to me, is awesome, you know, because it really is either if you own a Genesis First Press Alley or a watcher, you know, earning that Stardust is your gateway, your ticket to everything that we're building. Um, and it's going to be really cool because so much of the other things that we want to do and build, once this is accomplished, we'll be able to focus on those things and start talking about them and reveal what we, you know, some of the bigger things too that we want to do down the line. Um, so after that, we'll have the, you'll burn your monster boxes um, for your 30 egg packs. Um, what is cool is dynamic NFTs are coming to Stargaze. Um, so there is opportunities to do these NFTs differently. Um, and um, very much um, one of the things that I want to see with our packs is have them um, built dynamically so that you can choose to open your pack or you can, you know, which it's still the same functionality if you burn it, but it's nice that you don't have to go anywhere. You can just choose to open uh, and, and reveal the 10 NFTs inside the pack, right? Um, but either way, you'll either have that or you'll burn it and you'll be dropped 10 NFTs. Uh, 10 NFTs um, from that are from that pack um, into your wallet as well. So, um, but 
from what I understand pretty quickly here. Um, Shane would just told me that he has moved that up to um, uh, a priority uh, for Stargaze is to have dynamic NFTs, which is a big deal. I know for a lot of projects that are building here uh, in this space. So I think it's going to be everything. That's what I love about Stargaze is like they're a smaller team, but they are very highly focused on, um, you know, getting some of the uh, really rich ecosystem. And, and like they said, they were here really looking to build a social media platform. So I, I mean, we haven't even seen what's really coming in the long term of how all of this is going to tie in into community and, and social aspects and everything else. And that's why I just, you know, they have done such a great job of bringing volume and bringing collections and everything else. And um, so, you know, I love that. So, you know, I mean, like dynamic NFTs, I think it'll, it'll be a game changer for uh, for that and some of the other things that we want to do. So I think Gen 2 will also look a lot different than Gen 1 uh, when we get to that point, too, because um, some of the things that will be available um, contract wise uh, and the tooling, um, I think it's going to be even more fun. So it's, what's nice, too, is like this is all going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be an amazing journey. Uh, and with a with a low barrier of entry right now with the sale especially, um, but after that too, it's only going to get better, and the story only gets cooler because then we go back in time, um, you know, and the Watchers come down to Earth and they try to take over <laughs> everything, right? And they try to rule, um, and there is a whole whole world and um, incredible stories that are going to be told uh, during that time period as well. And so I'm I'm actually most excited um, for Gen two, but also for um gen three and four because they're going to be really cool um so after the monster boxes then we're going to airdrop the uh the three like right after right after that mints out fully um there's only 880 of them um and so then you'll everyone who holds a watcher or genesis first press alley uh there'll be a snapshot at some point before then you'll get airdropped three free packs um for minting uh your watcher um so that's um a really cool benefit uh, and Genesis First Press Alleys, anything that goes on with uh, Alleys, GFPs are, you know, we're a lot talking a lot about watchers right now, but GFPs, as far as if you're into Alleys, that is an amazing um, uh, one to hold. And it has the highest staking rewards. It earns, um, you know, like more than double what a watcher earns just for the base level copper. Um, and if you have a gold, it actually earns more than three times as much uh, for a gold Genesis First Press Alley. Um, and they get drops and they get all sorts of good stuff when it comes to the alleys ecosystem. The watchers are great because they get, they don't get as rich of a, a, a benefits as alleys does, but they still get a ton of benefits um, and pretty comparable in a lot of ways when it comes to alleys. But then you get everything else that we're building with ONFT between the DAP, the marketplace, um, and the gamification and other projects that we're going to be launching, the launch pad itself. Um, and, and, uh, so I love that, you know, and we'll also be able to filter out on our site too all the junk collections and really, um, you know, feature docs uh, and and verified uh, collections on our on our site. You know, once teams who've really proven themselves that, um, you know, that our community has uh, sees a value to be able to be on our launchpad and featured as well if they're in the middle of a mint or if they have a mint coming up as well. So you know, a lot of cool stuff with the p potentially with. Uh, with our website, you know, because at the very base level, everyone who owns a watcher gets to benefit from it. And anyone else who comes in, if they like our UI, they like the experience, you know, they may want to stick around too. So um, after the, after that, then, then um, after the, the pack drop, right, that's when you'll be able to start hatching and upgrading your eggs. 
Um, that's when, like, basically stage two of the Alley's trading game. Stage one is launch the branch NFTs, launch the wearables, allow you to start using your Stardust and, and your, your branch tokens, right, to, to prep, right? And then once, the, once the, the ability to hatch an upgrade. And this all, if you look at the roadmap, it's in our Discord. I think we've also shared it on social. Um, it's not like this is laid out week by week or day by day. You know, this can all come pretty quickly, um, but it will absolutely be happening in Q1. Um, and then you'll also, the Alley's custom uh, builder will also, when you can launch the one-to-ones, um, that, that also will, uh, will launch too. And then you'll have, after that, we'll have just a, another third ONFT launchpad going. So it's a jam-packed rest of the year with, um, you know, the, the, the sale we have going on now, the launch of the ONFT website and DAP, and we'll continually making more of the features available as they finish getting coded and integrated into Web3. Um, oh, and we're launching that on the um, Akash as well. So um, really excited about that too, to, to, to have all this integration there. Um, and there's some other cool stuff that I cannot talk about, but let's just say um, it involves other Stargaze projects and something that's going to be a lot of fun to participate in and um uh we are we are in the early stages of that and so i mean there's been things already made for it um but um in the early stages of getting some of the the bigger parts of it um the meatier parts the more costly parts um put together and and completed um so really excited about what that'll look like and like um what uh i just i can't share and i love to share stuff but i overshare sometimes and um you know that's why people like coming to the spaces because usually i'll 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 slip on something or someone will ask a question and i'll i'll surrender the info um i guess here from now let me look over um just the imagine if i was on mute this whole time you guys were just still waiting here for me to talk that would suck <laughs> and um Let's see here. Just to go make sure I covered everything I think I want to cover. Um, you know, I really kind of want to go over the roadmap today, really talk about some of that, you know, talk about the pets and what that'll do. And so, again, just to talk about it, like we, you know, the mint is more than 50% off of what it was on Stargaze, but our original mint price was 18 Atom. And Atom is around the same price of what we minted. So it was about $100, $180 when we went to mint. Um, and it's around $90 now, actually a little bit under that because the, the, down, down, uh, downward pressure uh, that happened uh, from yesterday to today. Um, so it's around, I think, like $87 uh, to mint right now, which is just incredible, uh, incredible opportunity to get in. And that ends tonight at midnight. Uh, so that's your, your one chance. But if you mint during this window, um, actually by December 1st, you're just going to be paying full price. You will get our ancient chests dropped, which have all sorts of goodies in them. You're going to get the eggs for the pets. This will be the only snapshot for pets. So if you are wanting to get in this project, wanting pets, this is a big time uh, to get in those, uh, to get into the pet and get those eggs. Um, and then of course the, <clears throat> the other one is the, um, totally spacing now. <laughs> That's always fun. Oh, the fallen potions. <laughs> Duh. Um, yeah. So the fallen potions will, um, again, that'll be part of the snapshot too. So you get three, uh, basically you're getting four NFTs. Um, well, five, you get your watcher and then you get four drops. You're going to get the potion, you're going to get the eggs. Um, you know, you're going to get the, uh, the chests and you're going to get the, um, 
the fallen when it comes out too. So you'll be able to burn your potion, burn your watcher, and then turn that into a fallen if you want to, or it'll be tradable, right? So uh, I think that's pretty awesome. You get a huge discount and you get four four more drops of NFTs just for uh, just for minting in the sale. Um, and I think that's it. If anyone wants to come up and you know, raise their hand, ask any questions, if not, we can probably just wrap this up and call it a day. Um, you know, we've got about eight hours left in the mint uh, being on sale. So, you know, like I said, take this is a great time to take advantage of that. And uh, let's see, we got <laughs> little gains coming up. What's up, my guy? What's up, dude? How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Just uh, juggling, juggling. My wife's uh, my wife's at the the Hem Three Sixty shop, shipping all the orders from Black Friday sale, <clears throat> and I'm home watching the kids semi sick. Oh man, I know, I, I know. I like heard some kids in the background and you yelling at kids. I'm like, what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty sick last night and this morning. I feel a little bit better, but so I stayed home to keep an eye on them. And she went in to ship all the orders. It's kind of a crazy Black Friday is crazy. It's the busiest time of year for our company as far as like shipping. It's like a week's worth of shipping to get through. Yes. Um, for me, it's kind of hard to follow along with um. All the ONFT stuff because there's just so much, so much involved with it. It would be nice to kind of like have some sort of, I don't know, like a, like a diagram or something just to tell you like, okay, this is what steps we're in. This is what you got to do to do this and this and that. Because for, for real, like it's super, super hard for me to, to follow along with everything you guys are doing so much. Yeah, I think that's not, you know, uncommon. I think that's, that's pretty happened that's pretty commonplace for most people. And it really is trying to figure out like, what is the the best format? You know, we came out with the scrolls, but not everyone even goes to read them. Or a lot of people hate discord um, or they think it's this crazy like technical document. And then, you know, we, um, I, I just came out with the roadmap, which kind of lays out stuff too, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's still, there's gotta be another better way to present everything to follow. Cause I feel like even a doc, a document, people could still get lost <laughs> with everything as well. I think the launching of the site when it's navigatable, you know, you know, you've got these menu items you can click through and kind of go, go through the site and explore. I think that'll help yeah. some. Um, but there, yeah, I think maybe, you know, like I, we started kind of with the Stardust video, right? The explainer. I think maybe making some more of those. Um, I have wanted to do more like podcast type talks with videos and maybe even do like um, a video walkthrough of the project and kind of just talk through, you know, and, and it might be good to, like you're saying, maybe block it out um, and each, you know, go over just one specific area, right. And then go over another specific area in these videos. But then again, too, you have a lot of people just, I'm not sitting through that. So I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, 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 exactly. Some, some sort of walkthrough from start to finish. Um, like if, if, if there's people out there that are interested in your project, where, where should they get started? What NFT should they get first? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. What? I mean, a watcher is the best one right now. I think overall, if you're wanting to be involved in ONFT and alleys, but if you just want to, if you just love with alleys and you want to be only a part of that GFPs are perfect. Cause that's going to have the most rewards for alleys uh, ecosystem. But if you want to be a part of the, the, the ONFT project and what we're building with that, um, you definitely want to have a watcher. And I think really too having, Four watchers, four, uh, four fallen. You're going to get the full benefits of both. So, about holding about eight of them right now at this point. You know, it 
might have been different if it wasn't a bear and things would have, mechanics would be different but you know that's just where we're at as far as like these cool special chest drops um you know there's like 3d watchers down the road too that'll have some um rigging done and uh, gamification behind them that we're planning but um i think watchers are just the one of the best starting points at this point um to really benefit from everything and then one staking goes live just being able to stake that and start earning the stardust is going to be key because it stardust just is the fuel for everything so did, did i hear earlier you mentioned uh liquidity pools on stargates yeah okay is that coming soon yes yep yeah i was actually talking recently with the guy who's building them um he was in wow. the the last stargate spaces um not this like not, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Can't remember which one. Everything's blurred together with all this building, all this stuff, getting ready for this. Um, but yeah, it was one of them. And uh, so I went up and asked. I think it was under Alley. So it'll be the one where, um, like, Terra Spaces recorded that one for Stargaze. Um, so it'll be the one where Alley's was a part of it. I think they he tagged them in that. Um, so that'll be the the one there. And I asked, and we, so we got to talk a bit. You'll hear him if you go. You'll be able to hear him talk. The guy who's building, I forget his name. Um, but then we we I have a side chat with uh, a lot of the devs from from Stargaze too, and so we we've been talking because you know they were I think at first it was just going to be um, you know uh, gated pools whatever pools they wanted to put up, um, but I very much um, had pushed pretty heavily on um, making sure it was um, open so anyone could come in and and create a pool. So um, you know because for our project I think it's just key and I think it makes so much more sense to be on Stargaze with a stars stardust pool for a lot of the stuff that we want to do on those things that we're trying yeah. to launch and build here. So it's exciting though, man, like they're, they've got some cool stuff coming. Like I I mean, they've got the liquidity pools They're they're bringing in token factory too. So they're, you'll be able to create your own tokens on stargaze. So there'll be like a stargaze IBC, um, uh, to, from token mentor instead of like an Oz cause osmosis right now has their token our token factory. Um, they're bringing over Token Factory, and I'm, so is um, uh, Omniflex. Omniflex is also bringing in Token Factory as well um, to be able to do stuff for their DAOs and things like that. And obviously, too for for Stargaze because when they launch their DAOs, um, but it's going to be I think LP pools uh, because their their staking mechanism too that they're building is coming before DAOs for projects. So you'll be able to stake and everything else. And I think that's why they want like the liquidity pools and everything also available. Because uh, I, I know they had originally way back talked about having um, to where you can mint an atom. But what it does is it swaps immediately for stars, right? So if you go and you mint on Stargaze, instead of having to go swap for stars, you can take your atom and you can just mint a project directly with the atom. But on the back end, it's just it's going to go into that liquidity pool and immediately swap it for stars, which is going to be great for, I think, onboarding and also just for the price action volume of stars. Um, and so like for us too, if you're able to mint with a Stardust token, um, it'll immediately swap for stars. But then what we're going to do is we're going to build in a, probably put in a smart contract where it'll immediately swap a percentage of that back into, in the beginning for us to help build out some of these pools too, with some of our projects, uh, is swap it back into, uh, Stardust. Uh, cause we actually have like some burn mechanisms too, that'll be implemented for Stardust as well to keep the supply down and have some deflationary mechanisms built it originally it was going to be um star stardust and uh branch tokens were going to be 100 percent deflationary but we we were doing this kind of a social experiment with having stardust be our main token instead of having alley's token uh launched and so by doing that it's kind of 
changed the foundation of everything. Like there's no team tokens, there's no founder tokens, there's no nothing. Like none of that was in place because we've kind of, as this bear market has given it, we've given us more time to rethink like how we do this project and how we do our tokenomics. Um, and also because we've gotten to see a lot of projects now do their token drops and see how they pan out um, and see how they work. And I'm just really, really curious to see how a token that is only created by the holders of the NFT um, and having a DAO secured by the NFTs will work. Um, and I think it's 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 a really ambitious and kind of scary, but, um, you know, so like we've minted, we're, I've minted a few uh, now to of the watchers to start having some team reserves. Uh, we're going to be minting some specifically for the ONFT DAO so that there's a community fund that continually um, uh, mints Stardust to have for funding. Um, and then there's the vault as well that we dropped in NFTs, which will have its O token uh, uh, with that social experiment that we're doing with the with the ONFT vault and all the NFTs that are in there. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool what Stargaze is, was coming. They're also the dynamic NFTs. Um, he's moved that up to the top of the list uh, as well. So like that, those are some of the the bigger things that are important to us. Um, the DAO, I'm trying to convince him to do sub DAOs, like I said before, um, but we'll see. He's not. He doesn't. He didn't really get the point of them at first. And I just, I really, I think more education coming from Juno has happened. And so there's people. Even I heard earlier today, Tank and others, kind of like, okay, I think I can, I can get along with um, the idea of these these sub DAOs. And they're starting to see what the picture is. For me, when it comes to DAO DAO, like my mind just, you know, goes in a million different directions on how incredible and the tooling that they're doing, like how big this can be and how important it is. Um, just because I'm always thinking too, just like bad actors, bad governments, all this kind of stuff, having everything on chain, you know, having everything in these, uh, in these sub DAOs and DAOs and, and taking away a lot of the friction that happens um, with having everything go into a vote in the main DAO versus having sub DAOs that are, that are elected and really creating a, just a healthier governance ecosystem. I think we all saw that with Juno um, this past year, right? We're just like, everyone's tearing their hair out saying like, we DAOs have to be different. This is a joke. Like DAOs are terrible uh, in this sense, because there's just, you know, but it was like Juno showed a way through it, but then there was like scares of liability for, well, validators getting sued for voting on it. And who knows, you know, right. There's, there's so much, um, things that we don't know regulatory when it comes to DAOs, but I, I think that there's so much potential. Um, and it really, when it's when it truly is a decentralized way of what DAO DAO is building, and it's like literally all on chain, and everything is enacted by coding and voting. Um, it doesn't matter if I get taken, you know, if someone gets taken out or dies or whatever it might be, that you know the project still lives on, you know, because it's it's all in that. It's not this this like centralized organization that's called a DAO, but really it's just a few key players. And if if they go away or whatever happens, then the project dies. Looks like we've got a, another request to bring you up here, Amir. Did you have anything else you wanted to say or add in? No, I basically agree with you that DAOs are important. It doesn't matter if it's an NFT project or not. Um, it just gives it another type of like another another type of value for for the entire project to handle to handle funds, to handle different you know different departments, so to speak. I think, I think it's important. I think it's really important. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think, you know, just like with, um, you know, we saw this happen with um, uh, Shapeshift, right? They literally shut down their U.S. operations and have, you know, formed a DAO and have, I think, IFPS or whatever their their whole website's hosted there. So 
you know, they can't be taken down, right? These kind of metrics of, you know, the U.S. government sucks and <laughs> who knows what the hell they're going to do to ruin the party. And, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, implemented with ThorChain, right? And they, they don't want things like ThorChain existing. The idea of being able to, I mean, you know, you put Monero and Bitcoin next to each other and you start doing trades. They don't like that very much, you know, and ThorChain is very much empowering those kind of trades to take place, right? So I think that what Shapeshift has done is a very good example that a lot of projects should do uh, to take this out. And that's what I liked about, um, uh, you know, one of the other things, too, was the, um, what was it? I think it's, um, I forget what they're called, uh, Skiff, you know, with their ability to uh, have wallet-based emails, uh, logins. Like, that's so cool, you know, and then tying that in with the DAO, you know, and then it just helps to decentralize social media credentials and and emails and everything so that it can be in the hands of of that instead of just one person that something happens to them and it can, you know, things can get messed up pretty quickly. Amir, did you have a question? Yes. Um, hey, hey, Gaines. Hey, Aulis. Um, so just to make it clear, like if I understood well, to get the full benefit, right? It's you, I need the first gen, four of them, the four gen, um, the Aulis, first generation and the and the watcher four of them or either either four of either one. Oh, um so if you're going to hold Genesis first press alleys hold two. Um you know we did a chest uh we did a snapshot during Cosmoverse. So if you were holding two uh GFPs, you got a chest drop. So the th same thing will go if there's anything like that too uh with GFPs it'll be two, with watchers it'll be four. Um if there's anything that's like requiring multiples of um, and so holding four watchers is going to get you that the Genesis chest drops also down the road um, in 2023, we'll, we'll launch our 3D watchers. Um, and those um, and those will be those will be airdrop if you're holding four as well. And then on the other side for the fallen, if you burn four watchers into fallen uh, into the fallen collection, when it comes to Gen two and three, you'll get uh, some pack drops. You'll also get some fallen chests. Uh, for holding four and then there'll be some other cool benefits and perks too we laid that out um the the different perks for between the watchers and the fallen and a thread below i'll see if i can find it real quick or no i'm looking on my uh, wrong profile um it kind of so, lays so, out so we're gonna need to burn four so then then we need more than four if if we want if we want like uh to keep our ollies um yeah the watchers yeah. watch yeah, yeah. So there's the alleys, and that's just alleys ecosystem. Um, so a lot of what we're talking about today is just the watchers. The watchers are what you're um, you're going to want to have four. Um, well, so if you have eight total, you can burn four into the fallen, and then hold four watchers, and you'll get the full benefits. You'll still get benefits if you hold one, uh, and then you know, like let's say you have two because you want to have a fallen. You know, get the higher staking rewards, get some of those things. You know, there'll still be some benefits that happen just even for holding one. But if you want to get maximum benefits. Um, having uh, eight total watchers right now will get you eight potion drops, and then you can burn half of those uh, watchers into the fall. And when that happens, um, early uh, 2023. Mm, perfect. Thank, thanks for your answer. Just had another last question. I won't bother you so long. It's uh, I heard no, you speaking fine. earlier about the, the launchpad. The launchpad. Yeah. You're gonna have like an NFT launchpad, right? Yeah. So at first it'll function more, and I can't really. I'm not, I shouldn't say that, but. Um, yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but, uh, yeah, so it'll function mm -hmm. as a, um, no, uh, for, you, you, uh, <laughs> I can't, I don't want to say too much. Cause like I said, I want so much of what we promise seems like a lot, but it's all things that I know that we can execute on. Um, and so 
but there are other things that I want to get this first before we announce them. So the first thing is that you'll there'll be a launchpad. So um, you know, if there's a mint going on, like we're going to integrate Stargaze first, and then Omniflux, and then we're going to look at integrating um, other blockchains. Um, some of them are closed, so I don't even know if we can get access to some of these other ones. But the ones that are are open source, um, like uh, we'll be able to integrate them and have a, a a UI UX experience with those NFTs on our on our website. Um, so you'll be able to mint as if you were on Stargaze's website, but you'll be on our. You can do it through our website, and then you'll be able to view them in your wallet and search and look through different features and um, all that too. So you'll have um, you'll have the the kind of like uh, sorting uh, tooling as well um, to like what you'll what Stargaze has now, where you can look through. Um, you'll be able to have those kind of features as well. So there's uh, it's it's going to be a nice it's going to be nice, and the UI I think is uh, is pretty good. Um, well, I mean, I love it. It's because I'm just, des- I designed it myself. Um, so I love the colors and I love the flow and, you know, all the things that like when I'm going to a website, just all my years as a user and, and in this space and just as, um, you know, I've been doing websites since I was a teenager, just like for fun, you know, when I was a kid I had an angel fire website that I built way back in the day. Um, but you know, I've, I've always, you know, and then like I have my own companies too. And then I just, on others, it's something I always pay attention to is design. I design all my own labels as well. And so, you know, very much like the flow and why a button is there and why, uh, you know, what, what, what some of these sites that like, even like what, cause I'm just like you guys, like I've been a user of, of these like, uh, blockchains and these platforms and these, um, um, and fermenting, uh, collections and things like that, buying and selling. And so for me too, you know, I'm like, I wish to have this or this, um, you know, and so we're, we're definitely trying to to make every everything as much uh, f- you know as fluid as possible um, and easy to to navigate as possible and and of course being able to just to continually take feedback from from the community you know like I said, I'm not building a blockchain right now so I don't have to you know do that so I can focus more on the UI UX experience for everyone which is so much of what we're doing with the Alley's game too you know the artwork and everything else really being able to put a lot of thoughtfulness and care um, into every piece that comes out. Um, you know, as a big part of like what we're doing. So, oh, here we go. Here's the, so that's the difference. I pinned that to the top. Um, those are the difference in the benefits between the um, the Fallen versus the Watcher. You know, you lose a lot of that and then it, it has, its, it'll have its own sub DAO. Um, and then also there's some of the, um, the story in there as well. Um, there's a, a, a better thread that has a, a lot more of the story and the lore behind it all, but it's really cool, and then the um, the Genesis chests as well are. Um, I'll pin that too, so people can understand a little bit more of that. We haven't fully revealed everything that'll be behind that, but um, um, there's a, there's a they're going to be really special for sure. Um, and then just a little bit of the UI there. I'll pin that to the top too. Um, you know, if you you'll have a dashboard um, for the Alley's game inside ONFT, so easily be able to navigate your way. Um, you know, whether you're trying to go and mint some wearables um, or if you're um, trying to customize your alley or you're just trying to see what's in your wallet um, or if you want to go and trade them as well. So like I said, we'll have that. So much of this spawned from, um, you know, having the marketplace options for, um, you know, it was already, like we already had to, like if we wanted to do this in our own DAP anyway, we already had to do a lot of this for our own NFTs. So for me, it just made more sense to, because it's ONFT, ONFTs, Right. It's it's not just about what we're doing, but it's NFTs as a whole. So we want to have educational materials and things like that down the road, too. But 
um, very much like wanting to create not just a hub for the Alley's game and for what ONFT is, but for users in general in Cosmos that can have a central hub um, to do kind of all their functionalities in, in one place and making it functional, you know. And of course, it'll, I'm sure we'll have, there'll be things when, when we get to launch and, and people will be like, oh, I don't like this and this. And, you know, we'll, we'll get it fixed, you know. I mean, that's something that um, I really take a lot of, um, I just love. It's, a, it's a, something I really enjoy is, is designing and all that and, um, and making those kind of things kind of work. So, you know, we really want to create a, a robust experience. And we've actually talked to like Spark IBC with Tenderman Timmy about like, I'm like, hey, man, you need to put your, put some public APIs uh, up, you know, so that like they're doing a lot of educational stuff, right? And it's like, imagine uh, instead of me having to build that out, you know, I can just have Spark uh, APIs plugged in and have a section on my website for education and then, you know, specifically have menu items linking to the things that we want people to focus on at first for learning. But then if they want to learn more, uh, being able to have all that with our UI integrated in with everything and then powered by Spark at the bottom, right? So cool stuff like that. Like I was talking to Hubble Tools too, and I was just like, you know, you guys need to have some public API keys too. So, you know, like when it comes to trait rankings and all that kind of stuff, it'd be so much cooler instead of us having to host this data or pull it from Stargaze and everything. If you guys are going to um, you know, figure a lot of that out. It makes more it make more sense as for the ecosystem as a whole to have API keys. So then I can plug it into ONFT DAP, and then I can, um, you know, when it comes to looking up your rarity ranking, it'll be powered by you know, say, um, you know, uh, it'll say Hubble Tools ranking right in your search, and you'll, you know, be able to click high to low, like highest ranking, lowest ranking when you're searching for what you're wanting to mint, um, you know. So we very much want like, and those, both of them don't have those APIs, but I'm very much hoping to, as we grow and build this out, is to get some of these amazing other builders here to create some things that can, can interconnect, you know, and then they get the credit still. They're still, you know, it's powered by Hubble Tools. It's powered by Spark IBC, right? And it helps to raise awareness. And even like, I love the idea of, you know, even if we're having like, maybe like featured mints at one point, maybe there's a small fee, but then part of that fee goes to help fund what Spark's doing, right? Or um, some of these other projects out there who uh, are doing really good things, you know, like with the Angel Protocol and all those things too, right? Trying to find different charities you want to contribute to. Just, you know, I think, um, you know, we're still at that base layer of of like plugins, but eventually it's going to be, you know, so much like um, like Shopify. You know, if you want to add this feature into your to your site, to your blockchain, it'll just be plug and play at some point. I look forward to that day. And I think we're, we're in that middle where it's like we're getting some of those benefits, but it's still it's still hard to plug them in. But eventually anyone will be able to come and build something really beautiful in the space. Does anyone else have any uh, any questions? No, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Always love the support. It's Thanks. nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice jumping into a space when uh we don't have to talk about Joe. <laughs> I need to break <laughs> from Joe, bro. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, that's funny you say that too. I actually made a couple memes today um just for fun. Um for I think I did one for for the Joe st- Joe NFT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did one for promoting our Let me see, I'll post it here. It's just silly. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, um, man, thanks for the space. <laughs> so appreciate it for real. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Uh, thank you, dude, for all that uh, Cosmo Spaces and you guys do too, man. It's much appreciated. And thank you, Terra Spaces, for being here, man. Uh, that's awesome to see you here and um, really grateful for all that you guys provide as well. And um, grateful to all of y'all for being here and all of our community members who couldn't make it out. You know, if you're listening back, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey. This is such a blessing. It's such a joy. Um, just definitely feels like a gift from God to be able to build in my favorite space in the world. You know, like, like cannabis is very much like a, a passion of mine. I've been in the industry for 15 years and I love building that industry and I love educating. Um, but so much of my deep, rich passions have been since 2013 when I found out what Bitcoin was and how it protects you, you know, as best as it can, you know, in our world and how broken it is from bad actors and bad governments, you know, and um, from that journey on, you know, being a libertarian minded person myself, um, you know, being in this, in the blockchain space, building what I know is the future and doing it in the right way of a decentralized way and not in a communist way where, where everybody gets to work, get a piece for nothing, but where you, if you work hard and you do it, you get recognition and it's on the chain, um, you know, and you get rewarded for it, I think is just, awesome and and being able to take out all these middlemen there's so many middlemen like i heard sefi talking about it in the in the in just in the medical industry alone like here in the us there's all these like you know you have to go get a college education which used to be something a high schooler would do for uh you know for filing paperwork and handling customers all this like billing and all this it's basic stuff that you shouldn't necessarily need a degree for but all this waste and all these positions that necessarily can be that, that will be obsolete as technology evolves and everything as well, too. And so, you know, being able to um, be in a space that is evolving that and doing it in a way that helps people transition in, in a way um, and really democratizes this this process and really creates more of like a, I would hope, a more republic type of democracy versus mob rule kind of democracy. You know, like we have so many of these blockchains where they have a set of rules. That's not just democracy. That's a republic because you can't just overturn that if it's a set set rule in that, you know, and I very much support those kind of things. So it's, it's just awesome to be able to build in a space that um, is very much geared in that direction. And I very much hope to, as, um, as this project gets um, its roots and it takes off and we have more uh, to it, um, I already have a lot of connections in the, in the hemp industry and I very much am hoping to build some amazing tools for the farmers here um, and, um, and do a lot of really cool things on chain for some of these um, um, people in the hemp industry as a whole um, that is very less geared towards these money grab hemp coins that you'll see come into the space um, and more geared towards like um, nonprofit, um, you know, charity driven um, support, you know, so much of like industrial hemp in this country, like, if you're worried about global warming and CO2, literally, if we just stopped growing hemp and soy and just all of a sudden replaced those crops with hemp and started building our homes out of hemp, I mean, you would literally have uh, almost a neutral carbon footprint um, in the United States overnight because it literally grows in two to three months um, per crop. And it eats like every acre eats like an insane amount, like tons and tons of carbon, each one. It's just crazy. And it re enriches the soil. So you're replacing and renewing the soil. So you have healthier, you know, uh, in, you know, crops that you can grow in between, like even cotton, it helps reduce the dust in the air um, and actually helps renew the soil. So then the cotton crops themselves, like can be better, richer crops. And I mean, there's just so much that goes into uh, why hemp is such a, if, if this was really, 
an end of the world kind of thing, I really do believe we would be growing hemp. It was made mandatory once when the world felt like it was ending in World War II. You know, we made it mandatory to grow hemp in this, uh, you know, they were, they were growing it all over the place. And, you know, when we founded this country as well, and it very much is a resource and a tool that is like as close to a silver bullet as you could get. You know, it makes the, the hemp homes are fire, uh, you know, they're like basically fireproof. They're mold resistant, uh, termite resistant, uh, mildew. They can brave hard, harsh weather conditions. Um, and the, the walls are actually breathable. Um, so you're hypoallergenic, you have clean air, and it helps us to keep it, you know, cooler in the summer, warmer in the winter. And they can be, you know, built in almost any place. And it's your wall and your insulation in one. So it cuts down on building materials and all this grotesque, nasty crap that we stuff into these homes and how toxic we make them. I mean, it's just, there's, hemp is such an amazing tool. But the problem right now is with industrial hemp in this country is there's no manufacturing or distribution or even processing plant infrastructure to, to expand on any of that, right? And so, um, you know, I very much um, hope that there's some point where, you know, beyond all of this as well, that there can be, um, you know, other types of projects brought into ONFT that are outside of just like art and culture and all of that, but also um, agriculture industries and things like that too. So, you know, there's a lot of cool long-term stuff that I, I hope to, be able to bring to the space. And, um, you know, they, these farmers are just amazing people, but, you know, they're, they're just the tools that, uh, that, that aren't, they're not there. Um, and there's so much of this industry turned into just growing CBD because, um, you know, that's where the money is, but in industrial hemp is where the progress is that really takes humanity to the next level in a, in a much healthier way. I mean, like Levi jeans even made it, made a whole formula now where it like, it feels like you're wearing regular jeans, but they're completely made out of hemp. I mean, you're going to have genes that last a lifetime. You know, that's just wild to think about like the kind of things that you can do um, with industrial hemp, even with fuel and everything else. So, all right, I'll, I'll get off of that pedal stool and, and rant. I just, I, I love hemp and, um, but being in the blockchain space is just like, it's next level for me because it's, you know, I get to, I get the best of all of it, you know, I get to be in that space. I get to be in this space and I get to be with all of you um, building these um, really fun, amazing projects and, and products and, and, um, you know, so much of the, the hard work that's gone in um, since, you know, January inception, February, social launch, March, the Ali's first mint. And then um, late May uh, was the, the, the Watchers mint, you know, and it's been five months since then. And it's been an incredible journey. I've learned so much myself, you know, like really being able to look at even like certain code and being able to like have a somewhat of a grasp on some of it, you know, not being a coder myself coming into this. Um, and just finding really amazing people to, and relationships, you know, like Gaines here, you know, it's just been amazing, like forming those and, and building those relationships and, and just growing in this space and seeing so many other people mature and grow in this space together. Go ahead, Gaines. Hey, um, kind of, kind of on the topic of hemp and stuff. Um, uh, my, my wife has like some sort of like skin problem on her, on her arm. It's like, it's like eczema. Is that how you say eczema? Eczema. But it's like, yeah, but it's like worse, man. Um, and we've tried different types of like ointments and this and that. And the one thing that helped her was some sort of like medicinal CBD or CB, whatever you call it, bro. I don't, I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure. I, I don't yeah, I'm not in that cream. business. Yep. Some, <laughs> some cream and it helped her out a lot. And she ran out of it, so I wasn't. I wasn't ask you like where could you point me and what direction to find some more of that kind of ointment. 
Well, for you too, man, I'll DM you a coupon code after we get off and uh, you can go by and uh, on my site and pick one up for free on me, man, um, as a thank you for all you do here. Um, so we have a 2000 milligram CBD turmeric lotion. That's perfect for that, man. We've, we've actually been clearing up eczema before CBD was around with our hemp seed oil based lotions. Um, and, uh, that work, we have a one called the skin repair and it has a crap ton of like hemp oil and cocoa butter. Um, and it clears up eczema and psoriasis. Like it w- actually works, um, even helps with pain and inflammation. But then when we threw like high amounts of CBD in it, it just took it to a whole nother level, uh, uh of how it works and how it functions. So it's, it's amazing stuff. It's and, crazy um, though, how that, how that stuff helps way better than all the yeah. ointments that we've tried that the doctor recommended, bro. Like, I don't, yes. I don't understand how that stuff <laughs> works so well. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you have everyone has an endocannabinoid system too, so it's all built into us. You know what I mean? And like, um, and then hemp seed oil actually acts as a delivery system in the bloodstream too, right? So uh, it just helps everything communicate better. Um, you know, like we put like in our tinctures, we put sunflower lecithin because it's a good delivery system to help that get delivered to the brain and actually help it bind to the cells individually. But like even topically, hemp seed oil matches the lipids of the cells. So it actually penetrates all seven layers of your skin and repairs from within. So it actually coats each cell individually and then helps them talk better. That's what hemp seed oil does. I mean, you could just take straight hemp seed oil and put it on your skin and you're going to see amazing benefits, right? Uh, but tying that in with a bunch of superfoods, uh, good essential oils, things like that, it can make a, you know, different herbs and stuff too. It can make a world of difference. Um, you know, I've been doing that for 15 years. I formulated all of our products. We've got about 150 products. I designed all the labels for them. Um, we've been doing that for a long time and we've seen some incredible stories. I remember this little boy who used to come and it was like three months later, he came back and with his family and they just were in tears, like thanking us. Like, cause he was going to school. He was like nine kids were making fun of him. He was so embarrassed about his skin and he came back, man. And like, it was like halfway cleared up almost complete. Like it was like almost completely working towards being cleared up. And then he came back again and it was like pretty much all gone, you know, and a kid who couldn't like, um, you know, feel good about themselves, like be able to create a product that helps them do that. Like, that's why we started in the first place. You know, like we were, we were, my wife and I were activists. So I was like on campus in college as an activist educating about, um, uh, hemp, but I was also educating about like Florida in the water, GMOs, suicide seeds, all that kind of stuff back then. Um, and you know, when, when I started this company, I actually started for my wife. Uh, and then we basically sold everything, moved into an RV with our, with our firstborn daughter for three years, lived in that RV uh, for three years, lived on food stamps just to grind um, and build our company from the ground up. We made everything in a 200 square foot space. All three of us slept in one queen bed in the RV. We wound up having our second kid at a birth center. Um, and so four of us were living in there for a while for that three years. And then we wound up getting a cabin. Then we got a second cabin to manufacture. And so we got it out of there. Like when we first got out of that RV, our cabin was like 400 square feet. And that felt like a mansion at the time coming out of the RV, bro. It was like, I look at my, I think about my kid's room now and that's like the size of their closet. <laughs> I've never lived in a closet, wow. you know, it's like, it's crazy, man. Like, and we went from there, we got a little store downtown new, uh, in our, in our, uh, in, in central Texas. And then we wound up getting a, a warehouse and we've got a couple thousand square feet, uh, warehouse that we manufacture in a little storefront and we, uh, private label, white label wholesale and all that. And, it's just been awesome, man, because, you know, I was um, the marketing director for the Texas Hemp Industry Association, and we were actually the ones who um, were there and lobbied and filed the very first industrial hemp bill in Texas in 2015, which failed. Um, but then a few years later, 
we wound up getting that uh, the bill passed. And of course, they kind of opened a book of worms too. They didn't realize like smokable hemp was like basically made legal. And so it's like this crazy thing now where there's like smokable hemp, but now they've banned it where if you grow it, you can't sell it, but we can import. Yeah, you know, it's just government bureaucracy is so dumb, man. But it's just been awesome, dude, like being a part of the, uh, all of this. And like, basically we turned, you know, from what we used to be passionate activists about, like just being full-time activists about um, hemp, but also like what, um, like for your wife, like her issues too, like, so much of that has to do with your gut. Your gut is your immune system, right? And so, and your immune system is your skin, right? So if you have a, if you have an unhealthy immune system, your skin's most likely going to be unhealthy too. But that's all like goes to your gut. So if your gut is unhealthy, you don't have enough uh, probiotics like in there, like you, um, you know, you can, you can have all sorts of different issues that, that appear from that. So just like, you know, changing some diet routines, some of the things that you're putting in, your body and adding a few different things, you know, even like kombucha can be good and like, except for the extra sugary ones. Um, but like, you know, getting some of those good things in there, uh, you know, eating better quality stuff, you know, cause like our grains here in the U S are crazy. Like they are, um, you know, they're so crossbred that our wheat in America is like toxic now, you know, but like if you're getting it from, that's why everyone's gluten intolerant now. Right. But if you take those same, same people and you give them flour from Italy, you know, they're fine. Or if you give them ancient grains and it's been sprouted, especially, but if you give them sourdough bread, a lot of the people who are gluten-free, they can do sourdough, right? Because of the, um, because of those things, right? So there's this different things like that too, like getting off of certain, certain foods, nutritionally changing your, changing what you're putting in your body can help clear up the eczema naturally. But these kind of products too, like that we make, make a world of difference in that immediate factor, but also, um, long-term it's, it's all about lifestyle change. Cause if you stop using the lotion, there's a good chance it can still return. Uh, what's up, Amir? Yeah. Hey, Auli's a great story, man. But, um, Gaines, I don't want to sound like a broken record, man, but plant-based, like a uh, really, really look into it. Um, stop eating like animal products. This, this, this uh, really will, will affect you. Like, uh, you cannot imagine how oh, much. Oh, dude, dude. No, 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 man. Do not, you know, it's all about grass fed. Grass-fed meat is so important and so, so, so important for your diet. I was very much a raw foodist way back in the day. And most of those raw food people who were all about plant-based raw foods, those gurus, like even David, uh, David Wolf, right? They eat meat, man. They eat meat. <laughs> they all have gotten off of that because it's not a sustainable long-term diet to be on uh, a fully plant-based diet. You can do a lot of reversing of, of disorders and things like that too, but you can do that also with just like an all meat plant-based grass fed diet. You can do the same. You can have those same kind of benefits. It's just that so much of the meat in the industry is toxic sludge. So much of the, 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 the processed foods and all this, it's just junk. Right. And so when you clean out all that and you just put veggies in, you know, your body's super happy. Like when I got off, I did a 60 day juice fast like 10 years ago and it was dude, I got off of that. And for for a long time my body would just tell me what to eat like, it'd be like you want an apple you want a cucumber with some hummus like i would just it craved it naturally it knew what it wanted and it was really in tune but long term it's not sustainable like you like having good quality meat is so important for your iron levels and other aspects of like overall wellness and brain health like those those fats are so important that they've demonized and told us they're bad they're actually really good and healthy for us like i just uh sorry man not to <laughs> but i, I really uh i i've been on all the paths like i was an old school like like i said like 15 years ago 
raw foodist, all plant-based, big supporter of all that. Like, you know, our company started as a vegan company and all that. And I've gotten away from a lot of that, like, you know, because of the, some of the, the toxicity of some of that culture, but, um, just full, full overall health. Like there is so much value in what I've seen, um, and what's really come out, you know, and I think a lot of people are seeing that, you know, but it's gotta be the right kind of meat. I will not eat meat anymore. It's been too long and I cannot do that again. But for me, it's, it's, I'm, I'm doing fine. Like uh, without it, I'm perfect. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well get some hemp oil in there. It's always got, man, you got the right balance of omega three to six with it too. So it's super healthy for you. But anyways, I'm not here to give health advice or anything like that, man. But, uh, um, <laughs> but it's just as far as your gut goes, you know, that's what I was, you know, just trying to focus on for that when it comes to eczema. Um, but yeah, man, uh, if I forget to just hit me up, but you know, and anyone here, if, if you're interested in our products for that too, we are, we do have a cyber Monday. So our, our site-wide sale is 40% off of the, uh, all of our products at hemp360.com. So I don't usually, uh, always talk about our, uh, my company on that side of things on Twitter, but, um, you know, it is going through the end of the day too. And so is the watcher sale. So if you're here and you haven't been to a watcher, um, definitely get, take advantage of that sale. Uh, if no one else has a question and wants to come up, um, I think we'll wrap it up and call it a night and I'll lead us out with, uh, one of our songs from the soundtrack. Everybody good. All right. I'm going to lead us out. Thank you again. Thank you again for coming up and thank you guys for coming up and talking, asking questions. You know, I definitely, the more the merrier, you know, I can, there's a lot to talk about, so I can talk for quite a while, but I really do enjoy um, being able to have, uh, conversations about the things and hearing valuable feedback like little gains when he's talking about dude it's a lot like how you know i need i need something i can digest you know because those kind of things too help my mind think about it more you know like i really need to be focused on that you know and and like as we're getting as after we get this staff and everything launched too i think we can really focus heavily on um, some of the education materials of helping people walk through the project so that they really get a healthy um robust um understanding of everything that we're that we're building, you know, because, um, you know, there's just so much coming into the end of the year and then right at the beginning of the year as well. So, um, again, thank you all for being here. Thank you for supporting the project. Thank you for coming out. And I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing, uh, rest of your week. Um, have a great day. Take care. Take care.
Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Watchers Mint Sale Live, hosted by ONFT, The Owls. Recorded on Monday, November 28th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Cool. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shrooms Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two
spaces.